0: Hello and welcome to Discord, a podcast to explore the intersection between music and theatre. I'm Adam Lenson, and week by week, I'll be trying to figure out the conundrum that is musical theatre. Welcome to Soapbox Episode 3. Discord. A couple of months ago, I went to the cinema to watch the new Wonder Woman film, and I loved it. It was fun, exhilarating, empowering. It was cathartic, and it felt exciting as a fan of superhero movies to get to see a film of that genre with a strong female leading character. The film was beautifully crafted and also unashamedly emotionally engaging. It questioned ideas of strength, family, morality, justice, and identity with real gusto. A few days later, I was reading an interview about the movie in the New York Times with its director, Patty Jenkins. And a particular paragraph caught my eye, one in which she was asked about the word cheesy. I'll read her reply. Did you say cheesy? Cheesy is one of the words banned in my world. I'm tired of sincerity being something we have to be afraid of doing. It's been like that for 20 years that the entertainment and art world has shied away from sincerity, real sincerity, because they feel they have to wink at the audience because that's what the kids like. We have to do the real stories now. The world is in crisis. I wanted to tell a story about a hero who believes in love, who is filled with love, who believes in change and the betterment of mankind. I believe in it. It's terrible when it makes so many artists afraid to be sincere and truthful and emotional and relegates them to the too-cool-for-school department. Art is supposed to bring beauty to the world. So Patty Jenkins in this extract seems to me to correlate cheesiness with an emotional sincerity, with a kind of stripped-back honesty, and an attempt to try and bring beauty to the world without feeling afraid or judging oneself or winking one's eye or feeling like you have to be wry or sarcastic about it. It seems to me that she's saying that we are allowed to jump in with both feet and just let ourselves go. That sometimes worrying about being cheesy is a way of editing the beauty that you want to put into your work and the sincerity that you want to be part of your worldview. And when Patty suggests that artists are worrying about being too cool for school, that makes me worry, because is art meant to be cool? Or is it meant to say something about the world and connect this to other people? Now, of course, the reason I'm saying this is because Patty's words got me thinking about musical theatre. Because one of the most common criticisms I hear levelled against musicals is that they are cheesy now in this interview patty jenkins seems to suggest that the advantages of cheesiness are a sincerity and a beauty but people obviously think that there are disadvantages to cheesy hence why it is so often leveled as a criticism but in thinking about this i realized i wasn't exactly clear what cheese or cheesy meant I think we all have a sense that we know what it means. But when trying to put it into words, it's not so simple. So I asked a few people what they think cheese means with regards to art. So to start us off, here is composer Luke Bateman.
1: I think the word cheesy in regards to art, all types of art, I suppose, uh, people think of as meaning not sophisticated, perhaps lowest common denominator or or drawn or written with broad brushstrokes of character and, and plot, uh, possibly light-hearted and very cliched.
0: Next up, composer-lyricist Tim Gilvin.
1: I think people might describe art as cheesy if they perceive a
2: lack of truth in it.
0: Librettist and lyricist Michael Connolly.
2: Well, cheesy used to mean cheap as in inexpensive, but uh, anyone who works in musical theatre knows it's anything but inexpensive. Uh, somewhere along the way, I think I think we've conflated cheesy and schmaltzy, which, you know, uh, when it's not describing rendered chicken fat, it means excessively sentimental. So when people say art is cheesy, I take that to mean it's too emotional um, or unconvincing.
0: Actress Rebecca Brewer.
3: So I think it's about integrity. I think if um, a moment or... A thing that happens within a piece of art, be it theatre or whatever, doesn't feel like it naturally follows on from the story that's come thus far. Um, It feels like it's kind of been pasted on top or to kind of create, like, often a happy ending or some sort of emotional response. That, to me, is cheesy.
0: Agent Josh Boyd-Roshford. I think cheesy in
4: regard to art means over-exaggerated, campy. It's unrealistic. Um, it's not bad. It's not. It's neither positive nor negative. It, it's a subjective term, I guess. Most people have their own definition of cheesy. But I think when we talk about things being cheesy in regard to art, we're referring to a lack of honesty and a lack of truth in the portrayal or the the realization of the piece. Um, I think cheesy is fun. There's nothing wrong with things being cheesy. It it's can be a great release to see something cheesy, a great sort of relaxing experience to just kind of sit back and acknowledge that what you're watching or observing isn't realistic, is oversimplified.
5: Um, I think some great art is really cheesy.
0: Co-producer Emma Klauber.
5: Cheesy in regard to art means that your emotions have become heightened to a vulnerable level and that you're feeling vulnerable over a simple, relatively uncomplicated, reactionary type of emotion. So to me, that means feeling your heart physically swell when Julie Andrews is twirling on the hills of Austria or that stab in your gut when you hear the first few notes of being alive. It's uncomfortable to have an uncontrollable reaction to this kind of emotional setup. Art is labelled cheesy when it provokes feelings that we were supposed to have evolved past at a certain age or at least learned to control in public.
0: I like Emma's suggestion that cheesiness is correlated to maturity and that actually even though we know when something affects us emotionally and physiologically that perhaps One thing that we do when we grow up is we attempt to rid ourselves of that response to things because it's seen as immature somehow or uncool. But maybe that's a defense mechanism and maybe the youthful versions of us knows what we like without worrying, knows what makes us care, knows what makes us tick. And perhaps we should try and hold on to that rather than rid ourselves of it. What Emma's saying reminds me of some lines from the play The Fever by American writer Wallace Sean. He says, and I can't stand the way people say, when I was a child, I loved elephants. When I was a child, I loved balloons. Are they trying to say that if they stopped and looked at a balloon today or at an elephant today, they would not love them? Why wouldn't they love them? I think we still love what we've always loved. How could we not? So in addition to this reflection on maturity, what else can I gather from people's answers about what cheese means with regards to art? Well, three main threads seem to emerge. The first seems to be the lack of sophistication in the work that maybe its lowest common denominator and broad and uh, cliched. The second thread seems to be the fact that it suggests that the work lacks honesty or integrity and that it's somehow unconvincing and then the third reason that people seem to suggest was that cheesiness meant it was unrealistic or over exaggerated now i don't think that art should be simplistic or broad i think it should be specific and as complicated as it needs to be i also feel that art should be honest and have integrity and in that regard i feel that we should be against those sorts of cheesiness but the thing i'm worried about is the suggestion that cheese is about over exaggeration or a lack of reality because if we put a cap on how far we can go in terms of exaggerating and what we're really looking to say and what is real or unreal and what is the depth of emotion that we should be willing to contain, surely that means we're putting a lid on what art is able to express. And why should we put a lid on what we can express with art? So what Patty Jenkins seems to say in her interview is, I'm not going to put a lid on what I want to say. If I want to say something that's big and brash and exciting and exaggerated and I need it to tell the story I want to tell, then I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to be afraid of being labeled cheesy. I'm not going to be afraid of being labeled as un. However, the word that Patty Jenkins used in her interview answer was sincerity. She said that she believed that stopping cheesiness in art cut down on the sincerity of the artist. Now, the definition of sincere is free from pretense or deceit, proceeding from genuine feelings. And I get what she's saying, because sometimes you want to be free To say what you genuinely feel without worrying about whether people feel that it's honest or detailed or intelligent. Sometimes you just want to say something honestly from your heart and you don't want to be judged. And I sometimes think that good art isn't afraid of whether people will feel what the artist feels. It will allow the artist to do what they want in order to put a story and a point of view into the world. So, having asked a group of people what they think the word cheese means with regards to art, I then went on to ask them why they think the word cheese is so often associated with musical theatre. Here again is composer Luke Bateman.
1: And I think a lot of people think musicals are this, I think partly because they think it's cheesy just to sing an emotion, although perhaps they see it as less cheesy when it's done in an operatic medium. But within musicals, it's... uh, Seen as cheesy because I guess maybe the dialogue into song is seen as, well, if they're going to talk, why don't they just carry on talking? Uh, And then why would they sing? And then why would they dance? I mean, that's just ridiculous, right? Um, Also, perhaps some musicals have very broad brushstroke kind of characters um, and perhaps people think they lack depth, which uh, I'm sure many musicals do, but many more don't.
0: Composer-lyricist Tim Gilvin.
1: And if you accept that definition of cheesiness as being a perceived
0: lack of truth, then I think it can be quite hard to reconcile that position with
2: musicals where you have people singing and dancing, which is so opposite from real life. So that's my theory.
0: Librettist and lyricist Michael Connolly.
2: Obviously everything is subjective, but I think some musicals can come across as too emotional and unconvincing. Often this has less to do with the work itself uh, than its interpretation. I mean, the show can seem... Hackneyed based on a particular production But it could seem uh, Endlessly nuanced Based on another Fundamentally, musicals often involve Characters um, Accelerating Out of speech into song And it's hard, God knows it's a hard thing to do well And if you don't do it well Or, or even if you do But the song itself is uh, Free of subtext Or it's too on the nose Then the, the whole affair might come across as unconvincing
0: Actor Rebecca Brewer.
3: And I guess because um, a lot of musicals that we currently find within the West End, especially the long-running ones, they have those really engineered moments where it really feels pasted on top, um, that it's not a natural progression of the story. We don't believe the characters. We don't believe where they've come to. Um, And then suddenly they're singing about how much they love each other. That's probably cheesy. So I guess for me, cheese and I fucking love cheese, the edible kind. Cheesiness is about a lack of integrity um, and a a feeling that we haven't quite earned the moment that is being provided for us.
0: Agent Josh Boyd-Rushford.
4: I think we tend to think about musicals as being cheesy sometimes. And I think partly that's cultural. That's uh, often because our first introduction to a musical is at a cheesy event. Um, Musicals, I think most people, um, their first experience of a musical is seeing a musical on TV or um, on a a streaming service. Um, Generally, I mean, my first experience of watching musicals would always be at Christmas or Easter when the whole family is slightly sick from too much chocolate and, and too much forced fun and sits down to watch a musical on TV and again it's it's the it's the camp it's the it's the non-realism of of musicals and of the event and of the circumstances in which you're first exposed to them i think in in terms of stage musicals i think most people come to stage musicals much later in life and again it, it, we're talking about something cultural here we're talking about commercial musicals which is probably most people's experience of commercial musicals Because even your local um, theatre group has to put something on that's going to sell tickets. So it's it's likely to be something that's known, something that's a a recognisable brand, something large scale and camp and fun. And touring musicals, of course, uh, always something that's done very well on Broadway or in the West End. So most people's experience of, of going to see a stage musical would probably be something large and overblown and commercial and I think sometimes they, they can be lacking in realism and lacking in truth. Not all musicals are, are cheesy of course but I think we need to be a, a bit more adventurous in what we program. Uh, there are many great musicals that that do deal with realism, that that do tackle issues that speak to us directly and unfortunately those aren't really the musicals that, that that tour or are put on by your local groups so i think most people are coming to those musicals those more realistic those more sort of truthful musicals a little later in life by which time their opinion of what a musical is has already been formed
0: co-producer emma clover
5: musicals aren't subtle They utilize all the sensory activating tools available to hit your emotions. And this puts an audience member in an incredibly vulnerable situation when it's done well. And they access this part of you through characters breaking into song and dance. The number one and number two criticized aspects as, as unrealistic. It's cheesy to be so filled with emotion that you have to sing and you have to dance. When someone tries to hand me that weak argument, I I first think of Gene Kelly in singing in the Rain. Repeatedly singing, gotta dance, gotta dance, gotta dance. Because I can't imagine him telling a story in any other way. And then I think of Vin Diesel or Spider-Man. Is it natural to drive a car from tower to tower in Abu Dhabi? Is it normal to shoot webs out of your wrist? Realistic is what we choose to accept within the parameters of a story. People happily suspend their disbelief all the time for non-musicals. I absolutely reject that breaking into song is weirder than any Harry Potter movie someone has seen.
0: So it seems the most common answer about why people think that musicals are cheesy is the move from scene into song and that singing isn't a natural thing to do and as such comes across... As kind of inauthentic. It's also a curiously emotional thing to do, to sing about how you feel, or to let people into your consciousness or the secret parts of the story. And because of that, it's it's doing what Patty Jenkins says, it's 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 an emotional authenticity. But that can sometimes seem dishonest in a naturalistic sense because people don't necessarily let out their emotions in the middle of everyday situations this does also make me wonder if um there's a british cultural shrug about musical theater and especially cheesiness in musical theater that kind of emotional unpacking because of the fact that brits are well known for being quite locked into subtext they don't necessarily say how they really feel there's a kind of sociological joke uh, or stereotype about british people is that we are quite reserved And that actually we don't say what's inside ourselves very often. And musical theatre as a medium tends to trade on characters expounding what's inside them. And maybe that is kind of unsettling in the main for British audiences to deal with, especially if they're looking for something nuanced and sensitive and subtextual. Another strand of people's answers is that often musicals are poorly performed or poorly crafted so that they lack subtext or detail or specificity. And that's perhaps because of the fact that musical theatre has been celebrated as a commercial art form. So um, attempts to get the widest possible audience and in so doing has lost some of the muscularity or skill required to make it detailed and specific and well drawn. And perhaps people go to see musicals not expecting those things, so don't feel disappointed when they don't get them. And because of that, people's minds don't get changed. And that leads on to this third reason that there are so many musicals that are like broad brush and big and accessible and bombastic and commercial. And those tend to be the first musicals that we come into contact with, whether that's on film or on stage. And seeing those solidifies our worldview of what musicals are long before we discover musicals that aren't cheesy or discover musicals that have cheesy moments, but aren't entirely made of cheese, as it were. But one of the main criticisms I hear of musical theatre is the fact that people do just break into song and they wouldn't do that in real life. But then how comes people are okay with so many other things happening in films and TV and books that would never happen in real life? Things that are heightened and unrealistic or fantastical or bombastic or explosive. But somehow someone singing is where we draw the line. I wonder... If people just say that it's the unreality of the singing that bugs them, when in fact it's something else. Maybe it's the emotional blast or the emotional intensity or the fact that there's so much sincerity in what's happening that people find it too much for themselves. And Patty Jenkins in Making Wonder Woman decided that she would make a film where she stopped caring about whether people could take that much sincerity and honesty and authenticity in what she was putting out there. And in so doing, she made an extremely popular film, but one that people were willing to see because of the title and because of the franchise. But often, people aren't willing to go and see musicals because they don't know what they're going to see, except for the fact that they're going to see cheese. All that I ask is that next time you're with someone who says they don't like musicals because they're cheesy, Ask them what cheesy means. Because it seems to me the musicals get a particularly bad rap with regards to cheesiness. People seem less tolerant of their particular brand of non-naturalism. People seem less tolerant of their emotional display. And people seem less tolerant of musicals as a form in general. And that's something I hope can change. Discord is hosted and produced by me, Adam Lundson. Our co-producer is Emma Klauber. Special thanks this episode to those who answered my questions. That's Luke Bateman, Tim Gilvin, Michael Connolly, Rebecca Brewer, Josh boyd Rusted, and Emma Klauber. If you want to talk to us about this episode or to say hello in general, then you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Discord Theatre or you can find me at Adam Langson. See you next time. Our theme music, as always, is by Luke Bateman.